Well, good morning, everybody. Special day here at First Baptist Church of Manchester. Welcome our guests. Uh, this is our baptism Sunday. We have uh, some candidates here that are going to take a wonderful step of faith and uh, follow the Lord in the water of baptism. I was struck this morning, even as uh, we got together a little bit before service, and you know, this is something that's been going on for over 2,000 years. We are connecting with those uh, who took those first steps that long ago. We are part of that same church, the church that recognized Jesus Christ as God in the flesh come to save us all. So wonderful, wonderful time together this morning, and uh, we just want to proclaim that and lift him up and celebrate uh, this decision this morning for these candidates and hopefully uh, celebrate our own decision to follow Jesus and our own baptism if we've been baptized to kind of relive that moment and uh, realize just how awesome he is and rededicate our lives to him this morning. Amen? So I want to... Um, over our announcements this morning. We're going to do things a little bit different uh, in the order this morning. Uh, first announcement I want to make is you should have an insert in your bulletin uh, for prayer requests. So if you have prayer requests for you or a loved one, go ahead and uh, fill those out, put them in the offering plate, which will be taking place after the baptisms this morning, and we will get your prayers on our list and get it out to the rest of the congregation. Other announcements this morning. If you have any articles for the newsletter, get those to Sue by this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Coffee hour today after the service. Uh, candidates will be downstairs. We'll be downstairs. Join us in fellowship. Have some coffee, some goodies. Understand there's a cake down there and all kinds of stuff. You know, us Baptists, we like food, and uh, there's always good food whenever we get together. So uh, join us, please, for that. Uh, let Amy or Sue know if you have any graduates in your family this year by Friday, May 26th, so we can honor them on Graduate Sunday. Always a great time to honor. Uh, looking for someone to head up our fall craft show this year. See Amy for details. As I know, Amy always is willing to work with someone, give you the, uh, this is how we do things. Uh, she has done this for many years, and Amy, as you know, wears so many hats in this church. Uh, we appreciate you a lot, Amy, but uh, it's time to pass the torch on. So if you're crafty, um, like crafts, good at organizing, how many with the gift of administration? Uh, that's a gift in the Bible, in case you're wondering. And uh, if you have that gift, see Amy. Uh, be a great time to get involved in something. Uh, that is uh, a wonderful time for not only the crafters that come in, but the community that comes into our church, maybe for the first time. So... Uh, and join us this week, a men's group, 7 o'clock, uh, Monday, Grace, women's group, same Monday at 7, Bible study with me, Wednesday mornings at 10, down the conference room, adult Sunday school next Sunday at 8.30, and youth group, not meeting today, but will be meeting next Sunday, they are. That was a change, okay. Okay, youth group is meeting tonight, that's good, all right. Save the dates, June 3rd, Fasting for flu Food. Uh, join Eric in the Bliss Lobby uh, as, what's that? 
still need help. Eric still needs help. Go ahead, wave your hand, Eric. See Eric if you want to help. Uh, again, uh, gathering food for the uh, our local food cupboard. Show our love to the community in a very practical way. And VBS coming up. It's going to be a blast this year, uh, July 16th through 20th. Amy, do you want to add anything for this Tuesday, the first decorating, need, need, six to eight, need a lot of hands on deck uh, for decorating, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be wild. So when you see the rooms in the hallway in the sanctuary every year, it's, uh, it's just over the top. So appreciate that so much. Any other announcements that need to be made this morning before we move on? Going once, going twice, sold. All right. I think it's time for our lay leader this morning. Tight squeeze here. Never thought I'd come to, to church in shorts and barefoot, but uh, this is a special day. A um, couple of reminders. Uh, we're glad you're here with us. If you're visiting or relatively new, uh, please fill out the contact information at the bottom of the program, uh, the bulletin. Drop it in the basket so we can follow up with you with prayer requests and announcements, things like that. We do have nursery service available. If anybody uh, needs, needs that, just see one of the ushers. All right. Good morning, church. Good morning, Zoomers, if you're uh, on there. Um, I listen to Family Life Network on the radio a lot, and they play Christian music, and, and they have uh, other programs. But so many of the songs are um, about, uh, I believe in Jesus, I believe in the Father, I believe in the resurrection, uh, we believe in Jesus, we believe in Jesus. I'm here today to tell you I don't believe in Jesus. Now, before you start gathering rocks to stone me or forming committees to excommunicate me, let me explain. Um, I don't believe in Pastor Ron. I don't even believe in my wife, Elaine, who we've, been, we've known each other for over almost 58 years. I don't have to believe in them. I know Pastor Ron. I know him personally. I know Elaine. As I said, I've known her for almost 58 years. And I've come to know Jesus. So I don't have to believe in him. I know him. He is with me every day. He's in my life. He changed my life 13 years ago, or 14 years ago now. He changed my life in a way that I never would have expected, never would have dreamed of. So I don't have to believe. I know Jesus. He is with me every minute of every day. Today I'm being baptized. It's a public declaration that acknowledges that I was dead to sin. I'm going to bury the old life. I'm going to rise in resurrection and a new life with Jesus Christ. What a glorious day this is for me, folks. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for sending Jesus to, to die for us, to free us from our sins, and to give us eternal life with you, Lord. 
My prayer is that everyone here, if they don't know Jesus now, they will come to know Jesus as I know Jesus. And He will change their life as He has changed mine. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Good morning. Do we have some children in the house today? All right, we kind of have to transition. How about you sit right there? Make a little circle. Make yourselves comfy. All right, how are you guys today? Good, good. I learned that everybody's probably wondering, oh, the pastor's wife is getting baptized today. I am, I guess I'm officially called the Duncan Deacon. Never do that, but anyways, there you go. Not to say, you know, title, no title, you know, you could come to the Lord. You could be in the church for years and years and years, serving and doing all sorts of things and really not know Jesus. So, you know, it's never too late to get baptized, that's for sure. Unless, of course, you're six feet under, then it's too late. Um, good morning, children. Are you guys excited about the baptism? I think it's awesome. Anyways, people are going to get baptized in what we call the baptismal. And when we were in Ohio, we did baptisms in the lake almost all the time. Isn't that pretty cool? Get baptized in the lake. And what is at a lake? Not really shells. My shell's dumped. But what do I have in here? What's this brown stuff here? Sand. Look at that. It is wet sand. That's how it comes in the bags now. So I've got sand in there. If I asked you to count every little grain of sand, do you think you could do it? No. Why not, Kendrick? It, it would take a lot of time. That's a lot, right? I mean, if you... Yes, time and patience. If you spread that out and try to get it down to the little bitty, 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 bitty grain, it's very tiny. You're right, it would take a lot of time and a lot of patience. Now, if I asked you to count the shells, you could probably do that, right? You know, they're bigger. You can put them in your hand. You can count those. Well, do you know that God says that his thoughts of us, he thinks of us as many times is the grains of sand. Wow. We can't even count the grains of sand. And God is always thinking of us. He's always got us on his mind. He never forgets about us. Never thinks, oh, wait a minute. I forgot to think about them today. No, he's always got us on his mind. 
And our verse today, I don't want to wipe that on the rope. How precious are your thoughts about me, O God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. Do you know what outnumber means? That means more than, more than all the grains of sand on the earth. God thinks of us because he loves us and he cares for us. What's the biggest number known to man? What do you think? A million? Whoa, that's a big one. Some people think it's the Googleplex. I think is how you say that. I should have Googled it. Um, which is a one followed by a Google of zeros, which is a one followed by a hundred zeros. But you know what? That's still not the biggest number because you can keep adding a zero, adding a zero, adding a zero, and the number just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Do you think you can count the stars? No, we can't count the stars, can we? They're numberless. The sand is numberless. So always remember, God thinks of you just like that sand. It's, you can't even count the ways that God thinks about you. And his thoughts of you are precious because he loves you and he loves me. Are we ready to pray? Let's pray. God, I just thank you so much that you love us so much. God, that you're always thinking of us. That even as we learned in Sunday school this morning, that you're working all things together for the good for those that love you and are called according to your purposes. God, we might not always understand it. We might not always get it. But God, you are thinking of us. You're working on our behalf. And we just want to say thank you. We love you. We ask your blessing on these children. Ask your blessing on this day. And on those getting baptized, we just celebrate, God, those who know you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And they're off. Okay, well, in preparation for our baptism service this morning, I want to take a uh, quick biblical look at water baptism, what it is, why we do it, what it means. And uh, as those of you who know me and my weird sense of humor, I'm entitling the message today, The Ins and Outs of Water Baptism. The word baptism itself comes from the Greek word baptizo, which means to immerse or to submerge. Uh, it's the same word that they would use for a sinking ship, 
uh, back in those days. So that's the least of the reasons that we practice baptism by immersion, uh, which I will get into a little more uh, in a bit here. It was Jesus himself who gave us the command uh, to the apostles in the early church to baptize disciples. Matthew 28, beginning of verse 19, says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. So there we see not only that disciples should be baptized, but also taught in the word of God. Baptism is not some kind of magic ritual that uh, makes us spiritual. Uh, it is one step, one step in a lifelong journey of knowing and growing in our relationship with the Lord. Amen? As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that baptism in itself does not produce anything, least of all getting us saved or into heaven. Bible emphatically declares in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So, contrary to what is believed by some or what you may have heard, the Bible says it's faith in Jesus Christ that gets us saved, not baptism. One proof of this is the thief on the cross. Luke chapter 23, verse 42 says this, And he, the thief, said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he, Jesus, said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Notice that Jesus didn't say, Oh, gee, I'm sorry, you've got to be baptized first. And Well, considering our circumstances here, unless we have a quick repeat of Noah's flood, I guess you're kind of out of luck. Right? No, he didn't say that, did he? No, it was his faith that caused that man to be with Jesus in paradise that day. So, what is baptism? Baptism, first thing I ever heard about baptism was baptism is an outward sign of an inward work. It doesn't produce salvation, it symbolizes our salvation. It is a picture itself of death and resurrection. We look at Romans chapter 6, a great, great book filled with uh, theology, but uh, understandable. Romans chapter 6, beginning of verse 1, he says, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who have died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. So let me break this down for us. Paul here is speaking to the church at Rome and to all of us. He's talking about the Christian life. He's just told them uh, over the previous verses that the grace of God is so much more understood when compared to our sinfulness. Right? How, how many have, have, have sinned against the Lord in your life like me? Right? Two hands. Um, right. 
And by His grace, though, uh, how, how many sins does God forgive because of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us? Just a few of the little things? No. The Bible says that all of our sin was paid for at the cross. He forgives the whole of it, right? So someone might say, well, gee, Paul, if, if, if my sinfulness shows up the grace of God all the more, then, then why don't I continue in sin so that his grace looks bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Should we just continue to sin like that? And Paul says, by no means. And then he explains why. He says, verse 3, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now remember, the word baptize means to immerse, right? He's not talking about water here. He says, we who have been baptized into Christ, baptized into Christ, or immersed into Christ himself. Let me try to explain this simply. We talk about a lot in the church asking Jesus into our hearts, right? We receive him, we believe in him, we, we ask him, Lord, come in to my heart, come into my life. And the Bible says that when we do that, the Holy Spirit of God comes to live in us. I like to picture um, if you put a glass in the ocean, right? Dunk a glass in the ocean, what happens? Not only is the ocean in the glass, but the glass is also in the ocean, right? So when we come to Christ, when we come to that point of faith and believe and receive him, we not only does the Holy Spirit come to live in us, commingling with our human spirit, right? That's what Jesus called being born of the Spirit. So he is in us, but we are also in him. We are also in in Christ. Think of all, all of us as little glasses in an, in an ocean. Okay, He is in us. We are in him, the vastness of Christ. So, um, we have been baptized, as Romans 6 says, into him. Are you with me? Uh, look, look, if you want to do a great Bible study sometime, look up all the times that the Bible talks about being in Christ, in him, or in whom. A lot, a lot of wonderful promises you'll, you'll find. Very, very uplifting. So, Paul goes on to say something very incredible. He says again, verse 3, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Okay? In other words, in God's eyes, since we are now a part of Christ, when Jesus died on the cross, we died with him. We died with him. Our old life of darkness, our old life not knowing God, not having his presence in our life, uh, that person that lived as, as we did, um, for the most part, for our own gain and glory, that old person died. Verse 4, we were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. So go back to the context. 
right? Should we just continue in sin? No. Why? Because we're not the same person anymore, right? We have a whole new understanding about God and man and life and the need of a Savior. We have uh, the presence of God in our lives. We have the Holy Spirit living in us to guide us, to lead us, right? We have His presence with us 24-7. We are not the same person anymore, so just like Jesus was raised again to life on the third day, so we are not only united with him in death, but we are united with him in resurrection. And baptism is a picture of that. The old person buried in a watery grave, right? The new person with the presence of God, the life of God within them, the Holy Spirit leading and guiding, the new person raised to live a new life that brings glory and honor to God. And it's an incredible blessing for us too. Amen? So many, so many ways. Does that make sense? So baptism is not making that happen. Water baptism is declaring that that has happened in here that the work of the Spirit has been done, that we have been made new, that we believe that Jesus Christ, God, came in the flesh, that He lived among us, that He did miracles, that He died on the cross taking the punishment for our sins so that our sins are washed away. Right? We believe that the Holy Spirit, when we ask, has come to live in us, leading us and guiding us to live that new life. And we want to declare that to the church and to the world. And that's what these candidates are here to do this morning. Declaring that faith in Jesus Christ. Declaring that they have been made new. Declaring that through the power of Christ's own resurrection, they now have the power to walk in newness of life. Amen? Amen. So... Let's do this. Oh, that's cold. No, just kidding. Thank you, Tom Kroll. Oh, this is nice. You can start the Jets anytime. Okay. Mr. Bird, come on down. I'm going to trade places with you. Don't you run this in? No. Okay. Well, Jacob Bird, anything you want to share this morning? No. Okay. <laughs> Have you personally received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. And it is, it is, is it? Other tongues at the cleaner, sorry. Is it your desire to live that resurrected life for his glory all the rest of your days? 
Yes. Okay. I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection to live a new life. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Jacob. We thank you for this step that he has taken today. God, we know that you have a call on his life. Don't know exactly what that is yet. I'm sure he's felt some stirrings here and there. But Lord, we pray that you would lead him into that calling, that he would live the fullest, uh, most complete quality of life that he could ever have, Lord, as he would follow you closely. Lord, we pray that you would just put a new hunger in his heart for your word that he might learn and grow leaps and bounds, Lord, in you. Be glorified in him, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you like to share anything? I'm just blessed to be here. Amen. So were we. Okay. Shirley Miller, have you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Yes. And is it your desire to walk in newness of life, to follow him all your days? Yes. Okay. you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection, live new life in Christ. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this beautiful life of Shirley. God, I just pray that you bless her. And Lord, as she has made this decision to follow you in water baptism, Father, I pray that you would just fill her on the inside to feel that washing of your water, God, just um, overflowing in her. I thank you for the joy that we see on her face that just radiates the love that she experiences of you in her heart, in her life. God, even in these latter years, we just trust that you're going to use her. And oh God, I just thank you for the blessing she is. And how she encourages so many. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
Okay, anything you want to share? No. <laughs> That's, that, that seems to be the uh, speech everybody's memorized. Okay. Liam, Lyson Ring. Good to see you. It's good to um, sit with this young man in my office and uh, get to know him better uh, preceding this event. And uh, just excited for what God has for you. That, uh, that infectious smile of yours. I know it's going to be a blessing to so many. Okay, Liam, have you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Yes. And is it your desire to walk in newness of life and glorify him all your days? Yes. Okay. I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, married in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. Oh, Father, once again, just lifting Liam up before you, Lord, knowing that you have plans for him. God, as you say in your word, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for good, not for evil, plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. And Lord, as we know, your plans for us include helping others find a hope and a future. And I pray, God, that you would just lead Liam into all that you have for him as he uh, is set forth in this world, Lord, to, uh, to make an impact on the lives of others. Thank you. Praise you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, you shared a little bit this morning. You want to, anything you want to add? I just want to add, uh, Lord Jesus, I am yours. Use me as you will. Thank you. Amen. Amen. So, Bart Martin, or should I say Thomas? All right, I'll say Bart. <laughs> What's your given name? All right. So, it, have you personally received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I have. And is it your desire to follow him and to glorify him in newness of life all the days of your life? Yes, it is. Okay. I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. You know, if I drop this, we're all in trouble. You know that, right? <laughs> uh, 
Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for Bart and for his faith. I thank you for his faith that he lives out loud, God, unashamedly, proclaiming um, his testimony and your testimony in him. Father, I just pray that you would honor the prayer of his heart, the cry of his heart, God, that he would be able to always be a light for you and reflect you to the world around him. Father, I just pray that you would even honor him in that, that he would see souls saved and hearts and lives touched and changed as you work through him, as you speak through him your word. Father, you said that your word is living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword. God, it's powerful, Father, and I just pray, Lord, that as you speak your word through Bart, God, that it would accomplish the purpose for which it has been sent forth. Father, I just thank you for him. I thank you for the inspiration that he is. And Lord, I just pray your blessing on him in this new season of their lives. Father, as you've called them a home change, but God, I just... Um, I just believe you're working in other ways as well. So, Father, we thank you for that. We ask your blessing on him and alone, Elaine, in Jesus' name, amen. Judy, Judy, Judy. Have you ever heard that a hundred thousand times? Never heard that before? Well, I'm the first. All right. Anything you'd like to share? Um, just I've never been baptized because I've always taken baptism seriously. And while I said my prayers last night and I was talking to God, Jesus, about this, and he just said, welcome to a world full of Christians. Amen. So, Judy, have you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? I have a long time ago. And is it your desire to walk with him in his power and strength all the rest of your days? Yes, it is. Buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection, walk in newness of life. And Father, we do lift Judy up before you, asking God that you would uh, just show her your power in many ways. God, as she looks not to her own ability, but looks to you to lead her, to guide her. Lord, would you, would you wow her with what you can do, not only in her, but through her as she impacts the lives of other people? 
God, again, just pray for a hunger for your word that, uh, and an understanding of it, Lord, that she would uh, grow in that foundation, that uh, she would find your, your words coming out of her mouth as she would speak to other people and uh, guide them. And again, Lord, that she would just step back at times and just marvel that you have used her and that you have empowered her in these ways. We thank you for it. Bless her in this, Lord. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, what did we have for, uh, what's, what's our song to, I can't see, to sing together to, uh, what do we got here? 158. One verse and one chorus. What's the song name? I Serve a Risen Savior. All right, let's, uh, let's sing this together. Number 158, I Serve a Risen Savior. high notes. Bless you. Thank you for that gift. Okay. And let's have uh, Mike come on up and uh, do our offering as Kate and I get changed here and we'll, we'll close out. God bless you. Wonderful time together. And uh, we'll be back. Thank you, Kelly for continuing with the verses. Okay, well, I hope that uh, this was a meaningful time for you. Um, again, we're gonna have our uh, coffee hour downstairs where you can congratulate the candidates. And uh, now that uh, some of you have you know, witnessed what we do, what it's all about here, uh, next time we have one of, one of these, uh, you're more, most welcome to uh, get a hold of me and uh, take that step yourself. Um, first step, obviously, is in believing and receiving that gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. He really did come, and he really did hang on that cross. He went through all that he went through. And, and as I like to say, and it's not original with me, but if you were the only one, he would have done it for you. He would have taken that beating. He would have uh, 
uh, the, the, the cat of nine tails, the whole nine yards. He would have hung on that cross just for you to reconcile you in relationship with God because that's what he created us for, relationship with himself. It's not about rules. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship with someone who just literally changes our lives when we come to know him on the inside. So uh, let's bow our heads this morning. If that is you, if you, you have not made that decision in your life to receive Christ, but you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're, 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 you've tried this and that and the other thing, and you know deep in your heart you don't have peace, you know that you're restless, you know that God has been calling your name, and, and maybe you've been saying, Lord, I'm not ready yet, maybe today is your day to receive Jesus Christ, to receive his free gift of salvation, his free gift of righteousness and reconciliation with a God who loves you so much that he would be willing to do what he did on that cross for you. And you may not understand it all. I know I didn't when I first asked Jesus in, but uh, he comes in and things begin to, there, there, there's a presence that you will know and relate to, as Bart was talking about. Uh, and it's it's glorious. So if that's you and you're here today and you say, it's time for me, just open your heart and say, Jesus, I do. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you took my sin upon yourself, that you took the punishment due me. And I, 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 I'm not worthy of it, but you did it, and I just want to thank you for it. And Jesus, I want to ask you, into my heart. I want to ask you to be my Savior and my Lord and teach me what it means, Lord, to really know the God of creation, to really know your presence, to hear your voice, and to walk with you all of my life. Come in to my heart, Lord Jesus Christ, and make me new this day. And I thank you for it. And Jesus' own words... He said, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens that door, I will come in. That's his promise to you and to me. Thank you, Lord, for your grace to us. Thank you, Lord, for your incredible gift of salvation and the incredible relationship that we can have with you. Lead us, guide us by your spirit, Lord all the days of our lives. We thank you. We praise you for it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer either here or online, uh, get a hold of me. Tell somebody you know that's a Christian and say, hey, I prayed to receive Jesus today. Uh, they will be ecstatic. And uh, if we can do anything to help you in your journey, uh, please uh, let us know. Amen. Amen. So, our benediction today. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you. In other words, he's kind of looking over the crowd and going, there he is, there she is, right? May you be in his sights and may he fill your life with love and peace and grace in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Let's stand together. Uh, those who haven't been with us before, we have our closing song, Join Hands Across the Aisle. We're one great big family in Christ, and uh, we will uh, 
sing that, and we'll greet you hopefully on the way uh, downstairs for coffee hour. Miss Kelly.